Hey everyone, welcome to a review episode of the Games Are Fun podcast. Today we are giving our review for the PS5 launch title, Spider-Man Miles Morales. My name is Luke Armstrong and I am your host. Joining me today for this review are my two co-hosts. I'm going to start with the LP Panther himself, Garrett Neely. Garrett, how's it going? How's those next-gen consoles treating you? Going well, man. Been uh, spending a lot of time with them and... uh... A lot of that has been sunk into Miles Morales so far, so I'm excited to talk about it with everybody today. Absolutely. Also joining us from twitch.tv slash Adam Palooza 85 is Adam Beagle. Adam, how are you? How was GDQ this this past week? Uh, GDQ was excellent. It was a, uh, a week full of uh, featuring female speedrunners, which was awesome. Um, you know, giving them an opportunity to shine in, you know, their respective games that they play. They did a wonderful job, put on a great, great show. So uh, kudos to all the ladies that were speedrunning uh, this week. Great job. Uh, I am doing great as well. Um, I had a nice, relaxing weekend of uh, a lot of gaming. It was, it was great. Nice. That's awesome to hear. Well, we're very excited to give our take on this game finally after talking about it for the last couple of weeks. The plan was to try and get this review episode recorded after launch weekend, but unfortunately my PS5 did not arrive until I think, yeah, the Monday after the weekend. So, you know, Garrett and Adam got the game beat before I even had a chance to play it. So... Yeah, the hope was to try and get it out earlier in the week, but nonetheless, I completed the game earlier this week, so we're all ready for our review. So this is going to be a spoiler-free review for Spider-Man Miles Morales, and we all played on the PlayStation 5, so we're going to give our take on the game's story, gameplay, some of the visual sounds, and yeah, it's going to be you know just your standard review, just like any of the other reviews we've done. But before we swing into action... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we wanted to mention that episodes of Games Are Fun release every single week. Each week we get together to discuss the biggest topics in the video game industry and give impressions on recent game releases. Games Are Fun is available on podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Just search for Games Are Fun on your platform of choice. If this is your first time checking out Games Are Fun, I encourage you to check out some of our other episodes if you're interested in general game and news discussions. We typically only do game-specific episodes for major releases or games that the whole crew at Games Are Fun is wanting to do a special episode for. So, Also, it would be greatly appreciated if you could subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen on. If you are one of the many listeners using Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a review. One last thing, please head over to gamesarefunpodcast.com to see our collection of merch. We'd really appreciate it if you went and checked out the store as we have put a lot of hard work and dedication into our merch. So if you enjoy Games Are Fun, purchasing something from our store is a great way to provide some financial support that goes towards making bigger and better content at Games Are Fun. Now, one last thing before we jump into the review that I forgot to add to the doc, but we are teaming up with Luke Lewis, friend of the show from Lukewarm Games. Uh, Him and his, uh, I believe, girlfriend, Claire. uh, Mm. I don't think they're married. Uh, Claire, Luke, we teamed up with them to do an Extra Life live stream. So on December 12th, 
2020 from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are going to be streaming over on twitch.tv slash podcast. We have a whole schedule planned, packed full of games. Um, we're going to be playing some party games. We're uh, each going to kind of do some individual games and playthroughs and stuff like that. So it's going to be a really fun time. We're raising money. Um, so if you guys want to do that, I should have put this in the doc beforehand. So let me just double check the, the link here. Um, let I have it in Discord. All right, so you can go over to uh, extra-life.org slash team slash lukewarm games are fun. I love that our two podcast names <laughs> just worked perfectly together. That's yeah. that's, that's awesome. Mashup. Yeah, so you can head over there to donate and kind of get the details of uh, where we're going to be streaming over on Twitch. And yeah, our goal is to raise 500 US dollars, which I believe we should be able to make no problem with your guys' support. And uh, we chose to support mission-critical funding for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, with 170 hospitals nationwide, each location treats thousands of kids annually, regardless of their illness, injury, or family's ability to pay. So please help out these kids by donating one more time uh, just over at extra-life.org slash team slash lukewarm games are fun. And I will also include a hyperlink of that down in this episode's description. All right, guys, let's get into this Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales review. So quick impressions. I want to know what we kind of thought of it and how long did it take to complete? Because that's a question on some people's minds. We know it was a shorter game going into it, but I think we all kind of finished uh, at different times kind of roughly around the same and we've all kind of put different hours into it i think adam you have the most clocked hours on it so far so uh i'll start with you adam what were your impressions of it so i i really enjoyed it i think it was a great uh addition to you know the spider-man universe that they're creating on you know playstation platform um i put in i think think i have about 19 hours in it so this is story plus additional content uh i think you know with that i was at a the game was telling me i was at a 93 percent completion rate so uh still some things i need to do uh in, in order for me to get the you know if i start working towards that platinum i'm not sure if i will or not i had a lot of fun with the game but i don't know that i necessarily want to um you know, continue putting in a bunch of time to, to get the plat. Um, I mean, I want it, but there's just so much else that's out right now, but it, it was a really fun game. Like I said, a great addition to, uh, you know, Spider-Man and, you know, we're, it's, it's going to be a great tie into any additional stories that they decide to tell in, in this universe. For sure. How about you, Garrett? Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot as well. Um, Spider-Man 2018 was my game of the year that year. So, I've been really excited for this game, and um, yeah, I think it did a lot of things uh, right, and and you know condensed down some of the stuff that the last game did wrong. And um, as far as the length, uh, it took me about eight hours to complete the story. I think I'm currently probably around twelve hours, and I think I'm about eighty-five percent complete with everything. Um, I don't know uh, as far as platinum for me. Uh, same thing. Uh, it's I I do plan on platinum it at some point. I think maybe what I'll do is kind of finish everything out as far as trophies that I can without starting new game plus, and then 
you know, whenever I get the itch for Spider-Man again, maybe come back, play remastered and then go into new game plus of, of Miles Morales and kind of tackle it all that way. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that works out, but yeah, overall love the game and, uh, excited to kind of get it, get into the nitty gritty on it here a little bit more. Awesome. Yeah. For myself, I think it took me, I think it was like around, I didn't check when I actually had rolled credits, but I think it was around eight hours probably in that ballpark. I honestly could have finished it a little sooner than that um, because I was telling you guys on our group chat that I basically had that prompt that, hey, finish any upgrading you want to do because you're going to start that last mission. And that was at six hours. And I also had about 71 completed at that part. Mm -hmm. So I just went hard on that game uh, once I got it in because I was obviously trying to catch up to you guys having missed like four days of ps5 gaming and so i was very much in the zone on on that game and yeah i really really liked it 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 kind of met my expectations i didn't have super high expectations for this game kind of knowing what it was going to be going into it a smaller experience um not necessarily crammed pack with all the things you could could do in spider-man 2018 but yeah overall i really enjoyed it it literally only took me you know the first couple combat sequence to just kind of get into that muscle memory of my go-to moves in in spider-man and although there was lots of uh different upgrades with miles and stuff like that you know some of that that basic combat um melee was just like yeah, it felt like I just played Spider-Man the other day, even though it's it's been since launch of that game that I've actually played Spider-Man. So, yeah, I it it matched um, it matched that combat that the first game had, and yeah, overall, I just thought it was really good. I would have liked maybe a bit of a longer story. Um, I felt like it was a little short. It was nice to have a, a small, shorter game, but. Um, you know, it, I felt like it was lacking a little bit. Like I was quite surprised when I got prompted with that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like already, like I literally started this game, (laughs) um, yesterday and I'm already ready to go. So I knew it was short, but it just, it felt shorter than I had expected. So yeah, but overall really, really liked the game. So the first thing I want to talk about is the game story. So Like I said at the top of the show, this is a spoiler-free review, so we're not going to go into some of this game's story. But, you know, just from the trailers, basically we know Miles Morales' enemy, the antagonist of the game, is the Tinkerer. That was shown off in one of the gameplay demos of Miles Morales. And so, yeah, basically with the story, it's set after the events of Spider-Man. I believe it's like a, a year or something like that. And Peter is leaving... New York and so Miles is basically covering for him um, for the last little while they've been kind of working in unison to you know fight crime in New York City and now this is like Miles I guess big test of having the city all to himself and, and responsible for keeping it safe so that's kind of what the game set up with um, and then you kind of have these two uh, enemy groups, I guess, that are kind of against each other and also against you. So you have Roxxon, which is this uh, energy company. I believe Roxxon is part of the Spider-Man universe in the comics. Uh, I'm not personally familiar. And then 
the underground, which is led by the Tinkerer. So they're kind of against each other and what they're kind of trying to accomplish. Um, and you kind of get yourself caught into the middle of it. So that's basically without really talking about the stories um, and giving spoilers, that's kind of the game in a nutshell. What did you guys think of this story in terms of its narrative? So uh, I'll start with you, Garrett, this time. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the narrative of the story quite a bit. Uh, thought there was a um, some good twists and turns. Um, it was a fairly straightforward story once you kind of got uh, the main the main twist of the plot, which is not a, necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes predictable is is the best thing a story can be because it you know it it doesn't do something crazy to subvert what you think is going to happen and and kind of fall flat on its face. So I think you know. Um, as you go through the game, you'll you'll obviously know what I'm talking about with the big twist that happens. Uh, I'd say probably about you know uh, somewhere in the middle of the game, and and from then on, you kind of see the trajectory of where things are, are headed, and um, it's just kind of a, a race to the end at that point. And and um, I just thought it was really well done that they um, made the story pretty personal uh, to Miles and and uh, really uh, created a a identity for him as Spider-Man and created a uh, uh, community around him as Spider-Man, not just as as Peter Parker's kind of sidekick, but as his own um, hero. So um, I really enjoyed the story. I don't think it um, was quite as good as the the story of the first game. If I'm if I'm uh, comparing the two, but uh, yeah, I agree. not necessary not necessarily uh, something that you have to compare because they you know they're a continuation of of one another. So um, I yeah overall just thought it was really good and and I really love this this Spider-Man universe and so I'm excited to kind of see where things go from here story-wise. Real quick before I turn it over to you Adam just on your point about uh you know Miles and kind of shadowing Peter and stuff like that and that was really cool how they integrated that into the the story through the whole thing. Um like right at the beginning it's very clear Miles is being referenced as like the other spider-man right mm -hmm. um so he's already having to to kind of prove himself and that's something that's like revisited the whole time so uh and and also with some of the npc characters that you interact with and stuff like that um yeah it, it kind of just gave miles like some extra motivation to like prove himself because this is obviously a big challenge to him and new to him but um you know he also wants to show people that you know, he's just as good as the the original Spider-Man, right? So anyways, Adam, how about you? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of piggybacking off that a little bit. It was kind of funny. Yeah, you would hear, you know, people saying like, you know, where's the other Spider-Man and um, or real Spider-Man or something like that. And mm -hmm. you would kind of hear that periodically throughout. And it's just kind of like, man, like I'm Spider-Man, too. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was cool. I, I loved Miles. I thought, um, he, I, I thought they did just a really great job of developing his character, especially, uh, in a shorter game than what we saw, you know, in the original, uh, you know, the previous Spider-Man game. So they were able to, to do a lot in a short amount of time, which I actually really respect, um, and I'm happy about. So kind of, uh, conflicting with your point, Luke, where you felt it was a little short, I thought it was a perfect length. Like they weren't trying this. This isn't really a, it's kind of save the world, but on a smaller scale, right? You're starting off at a very small focal point and um, you know, it's, it's not immediate global destruction or anything like that. It's just kind of small 
uh, you know, they focus a lot on Harlem, you know, cause that's, that's Miles's hometown, uh, you know, during this game and he's doing his best to just protect that town. So while you have the entirety of New York to explore, you know, it does focus on Miles and his, his hometown and his, his tight knit group of people because he just moved there. Right. So he doesn't, he doesn't know a lot of people. So he's relying on this support system as he's struggling to become Spider-Man and, you know, we uh, we talk a little bit, you know, uh, uh, about that growth and how there's only really a little bit of time that transpired between, you know, 2018 Spider-Man in this game. So he wasn't just, you know, oh, I'm badass Spider-Man. I can do everything and, and I'm an awesome hero. Like he really had to grow into it. You could tell he was a he was very green at what he was doing. And, you know, he would constantly say, like, the harder I try, the more I mess things up. And, you know, it was just that perseverance and, and overcoming those obstacles and just learning about himself that helped him, um, you know, hone those powers. And, and again, the fact that they were able to do that in a shorter game uh, is, is great. They took out a lot of fluff that I don't think would have necessarily needed to be there just to sort of pad out, um, you know, the experience. Because there was still plenty, plenty to do, uh, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but... Um, I personally think it was it was a great length and it was it was a great narrative. Um, if, as Garrett said, a little predictable and a little safe, um, kind of like we would expect from like a superhero movie, right? Like the mm-hmm. sort of MCU MCU universe that we're getting these days, like very predictable. But that doesn't make it less entertaining. You know what I mean? So um, mm-hmm. I thought it, I thought it was really well done. Especially to to set you know Miles up on his own, you kind of want it to be that. Uh, predictable story because uh, I mean the, you, you got to kind of get to know the character and get to know what he's all about and yeah. um, you know it, and then that, that affords them the opportunity to later down the line pull a huge uh, you know plot twist that nobody sees coming because things mm-hmm. have been a bit predictable to this point so yeah I thought uh, that was that was a, a kind of a balance of good good and, and, and bad when it came to that but um, thought it was well done overall yeah I, I definitely echo the the predictability of it um it was funny megan was sitting beside me during like the beginning parts of the game and i was like this is what's gonna happen and it basically happened exactly <laughs> like that and i'm not like anyone could have made that prediction i'm not like patting myself on the back or anything like that um and yeah you guys are right there's nothing wrong with that and y- you you make an interesting point there adam um, about the terms of its length and just kind of how the game set up and it, it does kind of play into the narrative a, a bit of that the fact that the game is shorter makes sense for miles right in this being his first big test um, could they've thrown bigger and larger things at him and made this absolutely but um, I think it like sets up some this franchise in a way uh, for like future titles and stuff like that um, possibly with the both of them because yeah, they're, you obviously Peter and miles have some interaction, uh, in the game and I want a game with those two. Cause that would, every time there was that happening on screen, I was really excited, uh, to see that. And yeah, it just made me want to have like in a, a dream world scenario where there's Spider-Man two, and it could be like a co-op game where one person is playing as miles. One is as yes. Peter. That would be really dope in my opinion, but yeah, it's, 
In terms of the story as a whole, I've talked about how narrative is very important to me on this show. Uh, I kind of give a bit of a pass when it comes to superhero games in, in general. Same with movies. You know, uh, there's lots of superhero movies and games out there with some some great narratives. But I also am not necessarily there for that, right? Spider-Man is a game, kind of like Final Fantasy VII Remake this year, that's like, I'm not as interested in the story, but I'm totally there for the gameplay because the combat systems are just super fluid and fun to play with. So yeah, that's kind of why I play Spider-Man. So I'm a little more forgiving on the story side, um, you know, seeing as it was predictable, a little safe. Um, and I felt that they could have, you know, could have took took some risks more than they did. But um, I mean, safe was, was a good bet because it, it turned out great overall. And yeah, I just can't wait to see more of Miles wherever he turns up, whether we maybe get some DLC um, or maybe he makes an appearance in Spider-Man 2 or whatever is coming next for Spider-Man and, and uh, Insomniac. So so talking about some uh, gameplay in the combat, uh, let's talk about that combat system. So very similar mechanics to 2018 Spider-Man. Um, my go-to, which I'm sure lots of people do as well, is if you got guys up on high like building tops or, or there's a bit of a, a drop, I just love kicking people off, you know, the mm -hmm. building because you can clear out so many enemies that way. Mm -hmm. So I found myself kind of going back to those same strategies that I, I played in uh, the first Spider-Man. But how, how about you guys? What did you guys think of this game's combat system Can, and maybe compare it a little bit to 2018? So, uh, yeah, I'll go back to you, Garrett. I guess we'll just go in that pattern. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I, I think I enjoyed the combat more in this game than I did the first one. Uh, the Venom powers, uh, basically, Miles has some powers that, that Peter doesn't, and that's that he has, you know, this electricity running through his veins, and he can kind of channel it at some points and, and do different moves, a, you know, a big punch or a, kind of a jump up from above and slam down on the ground and that kind of thing. And um, I felt like they provided some pretty cool options with, like, the suit mods, uh, and the the venom powers. So like the setup that I kind of ran with was that um, anytime I would activate venom powers and they the enemies would be stunned by that, that would anytime I would hit them from that point on, it would regenerate my health. And then I had some other mod that anytime my health got below a certain amount, it refilled my venom. And so like I kind of just was constantly like doing this trade off of like um, you know, managing the health and the venom meter and trying to keep both of them just back, you know, going back and forth to, to keep building on the, uh, the bonuses of the suit mods there. And so that's really kind of how I played this one. And now of course, when I'm up on top of the buildings, I did the same exact thing and kicked everybody off. Cause it's just so easy. Um, and so much fun to just hear them kind of fall and you can just, you just disappear. It's pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, I thought that those, those venom powers were really, um, a cool addition to the game. And I, actually really liked that they cut the fat on the uh like the gadgets because in the first game i honestly stuck to using like two or three of them and didn't really mess with the other ones and so to have a total of four here i felt like they were all useful in their own situation and uh ended up kind of varying which one i choose more even though there was less choices so um 
I think it was kind of like an addition, addition by subtraction thing there. It kind of put the focus on a few things and made more situations where you could take advantage of those, those abilities. So um, overall, I mean, I think I heard somebody say this on a podcast, but it's kind of cheating because they got the opportunity to build off of the last game. So uh, in my opinion, it is, it is a better combat system and I have no doubt that the next game they'll bring it right back to, to Peter and, give him some new abilities and kind of, uh, you know, upgrade him and, and just keep learning from it and upgrading that system as the, as the games go on. So. See, I, th- I think I, I actually liked the previous game better in terms of combat. Uh, I liked the, all the different options of gadgets that were available. Um, I also liked that the uh, suits themselves, rather than giving you like, I, I mean, I guess you could equip as mods or whatever, but each suit kind of, I feel like there was just more abilities that came with the the suits in the other one. I can't remember if they were just like supers that you could use, you know, like you just kind of like shoot up in the air and you'd fling webs everywhere and, and people get stuck to walls. Like, I feel like there was just more of that kind of stuff uh, where it was like these, these bigger special moves that you could do. Um, the Venom powers did add a little bit of that in there, but it just, it, it didn't seem like they, they packed quite as much of a punch as... Um, you know, as some of the ones that you got in the the previous game, like I feel like they were maybe a little bit more flashy, um, maybe a little bit more useful too, um, and just and just varied. Like there was there was more variety uh, in the original game, which I I like that better. Um, <clears throat> actual combat itself felt very, uh, it felt good. You know, it felt the same, um, and and not in a bad way, right? Because it's it's so fluid, it's so. Um, it's so stylized that, you know, it's like, I don't know, the combat is like art, like it's watching, like you're dancing around the battlefield, right? It's so cool. Uh, the way that he moves and does all these little tricks and, and things and the way everything just flows is amazing. Uh, to kind of, uh, again, sort of contradict a little bit what you guys do in, in your play style, like, you know, just kicking everybody off the rooftops. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a stealth guy. I'm not into stealth games, but, uh, as you heard me talk about Ghost of Tsushima, I prioritize the stealth in that game and I do the same in Spider-Man too. When I can do stealth kills, I'm on it. Um, you know, so getting the people on the higher grounds where there's, they're not all bunched up together, make really easy targets to pick off and just do really quiet, stealthy kills. And then I can, you know, go around and pick off some more people and, um, so that's kind of the way I, I preferred to play it. Don't get, and I love the combat. It's so good, but, uh, there's just something so satisfying about wrapping people up in the webs or, you know, um, <clears throat> doing these, these stealth takedowns, like, you know, you're climbing on a wall, you're doing a wall takedown or a ceiling takedown. And, uh, at first I was kind of just doing, cause I, I found myself doing a lot of the perch takedowns, but then I wanted to get the trophies for the wall takedowns and ceiling takedowns. And I found myself, I'm like, this is actually really useful. So I found mm-hmm. myself doing more and more of those throughout the game. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was just fun. Uh, I, I will say the levels that you get felt uh, really bad. Um you know, because you get a level up and it, it, you get something that, you know, plus 20% melee attack damage or something. And and it seemed absolutely worthless because the enemies just got stronger. Like it just, right. 
everything just evened out like you get stronger the enemies get stronger there's really no difference from the beginning of the game where you're level one and they're level one or whatever um so i felt like that was kind of pointless uh aside to just i don't know make it feel like an rpg or or you know create a progression where suits and mods unlock or whatever and it just felt like that wasn't implemented in a very good way so whereas if you maybe had like a skill tree where you were putting points specifically into melee damage or you know venom powers or something like that that would have made a little bit more sense which i think is what we saw a little bit more of in the first game if i recall correctly but um but yeah overall combat was fun there was just you know few things that mechanics that just didn't sit right with me yeah i mean there there was definitely things that they got rid of from the first game um whether they were just trying to make it more clean cut for for the shorter game or whatever the reason was that i kind of did miss from the first game for sure I'm, i was kind of with you garrett in terms of the gadgets that i found myself utilizing all four of them um you know as much as i could whereas in spider-man you're right i only kind of stuck to the select ones that I, I enjoyed right so it seemed like there was a lot more options that I didn't necessarily take advantage of in the first game um, so that was fine with with me but yeah I I just like how the the rhythm of the combat are in this game like is uh sorry the rhythm is in in these games because it's super fun to um just kind of jump in and using your environment to kind of work to your benefit, right? Luring enemies towards uh, scaffolding that you can pull down with your webs, right? Um, and yeah, that I, I I love throwing stuff. That was definitely a go-to of mine. Um, my my favorite was definitely the kicking off because it's easy. But I would also just like spam them with uh, webs till they were kind of cocooned up. And then I love kicking them into walls or whatever. And then they get stuck. <laughs> right. Um, or, you know, sticking the guys down to the ground after they've been knocked over. Um, yeah. Like it just it, it's just like everything moves together so quickly. And um, yeah, especially uh Speaking a little bit to the stealth, I, I so I can't remember. Did Spider the previous Spider-Man game have like an, a camouflage, or is that that was specific to Miles, right? I think that's yeah. just a Miles. Yeah, because I remember being like, "Oh, that's so cool." Um, but then yeah. I was like, well, "Was that in the other game?" But yeah, no, that was obviously super beneficial when it came to stealth, because um, or or when you know she hit the fan and you need to escape real quick, and and they did kind of make it. They, they put some obstacles in there where there's some enemies that uh, have like a sonar thing that can detect you when you have your, your camouflage mm -hmm. on so that you're not just kind of, you know, cheating the game by using it uh, super frequently, um, you know. But yeah, like just even moving stealth, um, if you find that rhythm going from platform to platform and uh, utilizing the camouflage in, in the right way, using the 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 fuse box um gadget whatever that the wet where you electrify the fuse boxes mm -hmm. yeah like everything just like whether you you approach it stealth or approach it like just head on everything works super well and yeah once you find that rhythm it just like you can knock and clear out enemies really really easily so that 
that is like why I love the combat system in, in Spider-Man. Like it just, that, you know, process is just super fun to do over and over again. I don't find it repetitive at all. So, mm-hmm. and there's something just so satisfying about yanking a server rack down onto somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. Another one of the suit suit mods that I used a lot was going back to the invisibility. There's one where, um, if you are in a situation where you would have been spotted, it instantly turns the invisibility on for yeah. you. And mm-hmm. that saved me so many times because mm-hmm. you know, there'll be times when you're hanging and waiting for someone and it pops up and it says they're safe and you hit the button and right as you hit it, it switches to back to danger and you would have been spotted. But just, uh, I thought that one was really useful anytime that I was doing the, the stealth missions as well. So, um, so, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. The the stealth is a, a lot of fun for me as well. So I didn't really mention that when I was talking about the combat. But yeah, that's a, another part of the games that I, I really do enjoy quite a bit. So Luke, um, you were mentioning before about like, or, you know, we we're kind of talking about like the, the stealth and you were asking about, you know, whether Peter had camouflage and stuff. And it, and it made me remember that in that game, uh, the suits themselves, they had uh, certain perks to them like one mm-hmm. suit would make you harder to detect you know another one would give you bonus resistance to like uh, firearm damage and stuff like that and uh, I actually really like that um, in the previous game in this game they kind of took that out it's it's pretty much all fashion once you unlock it which you know I kind of get that too um, you know people want to wear the suit that looks good maybe not the one that has the best perks but uh, I actually felt like that gave the suits a little bit more meaning in the original game. Uh, whereas this game, it kind of, you know, it's just pick the one that looks nice, which mm-hmm. granted I found, I got one later in the game that was just so, so nice. I never wanted to take it. I don't think I did like after I got it, I, I, I won't say what it is obviously for spoiler reasons, but, um, it was just, it was, it's a gorgeous suit. It's so nice. I love it. Um, so in instances like that, like even in the original game, I don't, I wouldn't care what the perk was. Like if I still, if I liked the way it looked, I would still wear it anyway. So, but it was nice that it kind of, you know, the original game sort of had those sort of extra bonuses depending on like what, what you picked. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 um, you know, it was just another way of creating loadouts, I guess. No, for sure. Um, anything else you guys want to touch on gameplay? I mean, we, I guess we could talk a little bit about Miles traversal compared to, to Peter's cause you know, swinging through New York city, very similar between the two of them, but, uh, Miles obviously has, uh, much more swagger than Peter and has his own style and things. Um, so for me personally, that was, I found that to be more enjoyable, just, you know, web slinging through New York city compared to the previous Spider-Man game. Um, not only just because of how miles moves through the, the city and his style of web web slinging, but the music on top of it, right. With the, the hip hop tracks and everything that is totally on brand for miles Morales, just, it, it totally gives the game a different tone. Whereas like in 2018 Spider-Man, it's very, you know, uh, like an orchestra music, very um, uplifting and, you know, that, that typical kind of superhero music. Mm-hmm. And so this one had a lot more edge to it, a lot more style, which is obviously on brand for Miles Morales. And, 
yeah, I, I just like that it kind of gave it a different tone um, in the combat sequences. It, it For me, it, like, it would pump me up. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the sound, I guess, in a bit here. But yeah, what, what did you guys think of, you know, sw- swinging around as Miles compared to Peter? Yeah, I mean, I liked how it felt basically the same, but it was unique at, you know, what you were looking at. Like, for instance, there's one animation where he, like, let's go of the web and he's completely upside down and like kind of like falling straight towards the ground head first. And then it was really fun to just watch him kind of like, I don't remember Peter doing that at all. And you kind of just watch him get as close as you can to the ground at the last second, pull that web and, and shoot it off. And he just does some really different, uh, you know, like flips and rolls and movements than, than what Peter did. And so it was, yeah, like you said, it felt, felt very similar, but uh, was you know definitely had his own style to it, and uh, I think a little bit of it might be a little inexperience in like the situation where he's plummeting headfirst towards the ground. But then you definitely in other situations he's trying to kind of show off. So I thought it was definitely well done. Yeah, the uh, the the style is great, and the, the sort of extra flair that you get with uh, Miles and the way he just he just moves. Not only that, but. Uh, there's there's a very obvious feel to how much faster traversal feels compared to the original game. Like, you know, it, it could take me a while to get from one, you know, the from downtown up to Harlem or wherever on the map if I were to just go go there. And and this game just it feels so much quicker. You get to wherever you're going so much faster. And you know, that's all thanks to you know all that SSD stuff that you know. Uh, Mark Cerny gave us a lecture on back in like March or April and you know to see it in action uh, is just it's amazing like it's it's absolutely incredible like you know kind of game-changing really and not only that but the subways are much faster wink Mm -hmm. wink you know because the instant (laughs) there's no load times it's amazing Uh, you want to fast travel boom you're there but you know what i barely used it i think i i did it just to try it and see what it was like to see if there were still load screens and stuff but for the most part traversal was so fast i didn't need it i didn't use the fast travel hardly at all because i could just and and maybe that's you know partly why my time was the way it was because i was just dicking around swinging around the city (laughs) you know um and it, it was just so much fun. I loved the traversal. Um, and, and, and again, so I, I spent a lot of time just traversing. And it was time well spent. Yeah. Sure. I, I, uh, I, too, like, even from the first game, enjoyed moving through the city as opposed to fast traveling. The only time I utilized the fast travel in both games is when I was doing the cleanup of trying to get this side mission done or whatever. And yeah, with that SSD, like it's insane. You can just like totally clear out the map so quick. Like, especially if you're picking up the, um, the gadget cash boxes or whatever, the, or, or finding the, um, the mementos or whatever mm-hmm. around the city, right. Uh, the first game had the backpacks, like, you can just totally, if there's one not too too far, but it, yeah, sa- same thing, Adam, is like, I could travel up there and save myself maybe a minute, but it's like, let's just take the 60 seconds to swing over there mm-hmm. and, and enjoy it, right? Because it right. is such a blast to do. Yeah, it's not like you're wasting a minute. You're still having fun that whole time. Yeah, so. exactly, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
And then one more point on the the fast load times, loading the game up. And obviously we're going to talk a little bit about this in our PS5 review episode when we do that uh, probably later this week. Yeah, like you can literally go from booting that game up from the start to swinging in like, I don't know, 18 seconds or something like that. Like It's insanely fast. Yeah, you boot the game up. It doesn't take long to get into the... You just got to basically what takes the most time is getting through like the um the the menus i guess before you get to the main menu because once mm-hmm. you hit start game it's like you're starting the game right, right away there so yeah it's it's absolutely incredible um to have that technology with the ps5 for these new games and i can't wait to see more of that with future titles on the ps5 for sure that kind of stuff is already like making me sit down and play games longer because like I'm the kind of person that like, oh, I've got, I know this is about to be like a two minute load screen. And then I pull out Twitter and then I'm right. like, oh, I'm like watching this video now. And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I've had enough of the game. Like I'll move on to something. And like, I'm not finding myself doing that now. I'm, I'm really sitting down and like getting wrapped up in these games because there's like very, very little downtime. So mm-hmm. uh, next gen is awesome. Yeah. So the last main kind of topic i guess we we should talk about is the the visuals and the sound we kind of i briefly touched on the sound but let's let's talk about this game's graphics and the visuals so the big thing talking point on miles morales is you can play the game in two different modes Uh, there's fidelity or performance mode so fidelity is going to give you all the fancy bells and whistles like ray tracing higher textures on things but it is going to lower that frame rate and lock it at 30 frames per second Uh, performance mode is the exact opposite of that you can go up to 60 frames per second but textures and and the ray tracing aren't necessarily there Um, not that it looks bad by any means but uh, it's just reduced to prioritize the frame rate so two different ways you can play that how did you guys play it I uh, mostly stuck to fidelity mode. I started that way because I had heard some people talking about it in the reviews that that was what felt most next-gen to them. And so I was like, well, let me try it out as far as that goes uh, first and really didn't uh, think much of it until you know I was probably a couple hours in. I was like, oh, I guess I should try out performance mode at least. And I switched over and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is way different. Um in a good way and a bad way, you know, it, I, I, it wasn't the 60 frames felt really, really cool and like made the, the world seem more realistic in a sense. But the fact that the textures and the ray tracing, you know, the textures were lowered, the ray tracing was gone. That kind of took me back out of reality, you know, a little bit. So it, it, it really is kind of like this scale of like what is important to you and, and what um, is going to make the game you know, as, as much fun for you as possible. And, and for me, it just ended up really sticking to fidelity mode just because I wanted to see the graphical power of these systems more than the 60 frames per second. As far as this game goes now, when it comes to like a shooter or something like that, give me the frames per second all day. You know, I want every, every edge I can have in that sense, but a single player game where it's more of a cinematic kind of feel, then I'm, I'm okay with, with reducing the frames just, just to get the, uh, the graphical quality. Yeah, I was fidelity all the way on this too. Um, 
Yeah, again, because that's that's what feels next gen, right? And you get those um, absolutely gorgeous lighting, uh, the ray tracing, you know, the uh, the higher uh, fidelity textures, like everything just comes together and it creates an absolute beautiful environment. And, you know, I, I tried out performance mode, you know, I, I wanted to see what, what that was all about. And uh, the, the 60 frames per second, I will say, is just it's it's great um it's so buttery smooth like Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the movements especially in a game where there's so much action there's so much uh movement with you know just swinging around the city uh there's so much movement in this game that having that that high frame rate uh i can see how that would enhance the experience for some people uh for me the fidelity just you know just spoke to me more because I, I wanted to see those textures and the ray tracing and the lighting and, and, and the environment to feel a little bit more real. So yeah, like Garrett said, it just kind of depends on what you want to prioritize, like what, what style, you know, fits your mood best. And, and that's kind of the thing too, like maybe, you know, you can switch back and forth. So if one, at one point you just, you want the the frames per second, you can do that. And maybe later on you want the fidelity, but yeah, with this, although there was a lot of action, a lot of movement, it still felt to me like a very cinematic game, and and like like you said, Garrett. So, uh, fidelity was was the right choice for me. Now, I will say, when you go when you're playing performance and trying that out, and you switch back to fidelity, it's gonna feel real jarring. That difference from the <laughs> going from sixty down to thirty, yeah, woof. Uh, but then, of course, once you you know once you're in it for a minute or so. It, it feels fine. Yeah. It, it's a very solid locked in 30 frames and uh, the, the consistency of that makes it perfectly fine to play. Yeah, I played probably 80% of the game in fidelity. I think I started in performance mode and then during like the first couple cutscenes or whatever, I was like, okay, let's see how this differs. And then I kept it in fidelity for a bit. And then once I got to the first combat sequence, I moved over into performance and was quite impressed when it came to the combat. But then whenever there was anything more cinematic, I just, it didn't look as good as fidelity did. And for me, that kind of just impacted that cinematic experience that Miles Morales did such a good job at. And yeah, so I I found it, and you're totally right. I like, I flipped, back and forth a couple times through majority of the game and it is very noticeable right (laughs) um i wish there was a way of just doing it without having to restart the last checkpoint so then yeah you could give your mind that you know quick comparison of comparing Mm -hmm. the two but you know even reloading back in uh you know what i would do is i'd find a, a spot and kind of you know, like go up to a, a building and look at the reflections in the building. That's a, a great way you can see the difference. Because mm-hmm. um, in Fidelity, the reflections are incredible. It looks so realistic. The lighting yeah. looks incredible. Um, when you go over to Fidelity, you look in that reflection and it's definitely a lot more flat. But it just kind of depends on what you want to sacrifice, right? If you are there for the the higher frame rate, the smoother combat sequences... Yeah, I mean, that's probably what you're going to want to go with. But if that doesn't necessarily mean too much for you or you do want 
a game to, to look as best as it can. Fidelity is where it's at. So I just like that we are now in that stage. And we obviously in the last couple of years, even on the last gen consoles had seen those options, um, you know, with the pro and the Xbox one X and where you can change that to whatever your, your preference is. So I just can't wait until we can get to the, to the point where we don't have to choose, right. We can get that locked at least 60 mm-hmm. and also have all those great things like ray tracing and, um, all, all the graphic fidelity that comes with, with these new games. So, yeah, it'll be amazing if we can just have it all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been saying like, you know, I, when I built my computer, uh, my, my gaming PC that I have, and you know, I've been talking about ray tracing since like May when I built mm-hmm. the damn thing. And I'm so glad that everyone can actually experience it now and see, cause mm-hmm. it's, it's not a gimmick. Like it really like, it really elevates and, and changes those environments. It makes them feel more realistic. Um, so it's 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 really great to see. I, I do kind of hate having to make the trade-off choosing one or the other. So hopefully games do get optimized, um, you know, to be able to, to handle both the frames and the graphical fidelity. Like, you know, and, and obviously they're not going to, you know, the, the specs can only do so much, right? So these consoles aren't going to be able to reach the same capabilities that, that PCs are going to have. Um, Cause even like uh, games, you know, just recent games that have come out, like I'm still hitting the highest settings and, and still getting those frame rates. And it's, it's nice not having to make the choice. So I do hope that games get optimized in a way as they're being built specifically for these systems that that choice won't have to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one more quick antidote on this. So because my PS5 was delayed, I actually somehow timed it perfectly to decide to build my computer, which I talked about on the last episode of Games Are Fun that I was doing. And yeah, so I had a distraction while you guys were enjoying your PS5. I had to, <laughs> to, the pleasure of enjoying my PC. So yeah. it was, yeah, it honestly, it did catch me off guard Um because I've been playing, trying out lots of games like Warzone, Apex, just playing some different games on Game Pass just to kind of see. And yeah, having like high frame rates of like up to like 120 frames per second, like it's it's insane when you actually see it for yourself because um, you never can see that unless you have something that can support that, right? If you watch a comparison video on YouTube, I'm sorry to tell you, but there, you're not getting much out of out of that because it's usually locked to a, a specific resolution and, and frame rate. So actually seeing that just blew me away. And then going and playing Spider-Man, it was, it was, I don't know, I was expecting to be blown away and I wasn't, you know? And I don't know if that was because I had that exposure to playing some games on the PC or um what what the case was and you know don't get me wrong it it still looks incredible um in every way it's a huge upgrade from the playstation 4 um but you know we we kind of expected it's not like this is also the beginning of the generation right think of xbox one ps4 what those games look like compared to god of war death stranding right like some of those later gen games um there's a big change there once we get some new game engines to go along with this fast technology that the PS5 and right. Xbox Series X offer. It's just going to be like, we'll, we'll get there at some point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, and the that's first... a good point. Oh, go ahead. 
uh, I was just going to say, if, if we go back to the uh, uh, the Unreal demonstration that we got a couple mm-hmm. months back and, and we take a look at that, I think I'm pretty sure they said that was all done on PS5 hardware. So I think mm-hmm. that right there is a good indicator. And I, I don't recall if that was running at like a 60 frames per second or if that was, you know, also locked at 30. Mm-hmm. But um, just looking at, again, you know, the, the fidelity of it all. Uh, it's really, really promising to see what these console consoles are going to be capable of. And I have to go back and take a look and see if they mention anything about, you know, frame rates or, um, you know, if, if that's discernible at all from the video that mm-hmm. they showed. But I think that's kind of a, a key piece to kind of go back and, and look for is that the technology is still being, you know, they're still working on, on uh, utilizing every bit that these systems can do. Uh, for these new engines and everything. So it's going to be really neat. Yeah. Uh, the the first year of like every new console is basically like this overlap period where you're basically getting last-gen games with some new fancy features. And as time goes on, we always see the games improve and take more advantage of the hardware and, and really push the limits. And so uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm hopeful that we get to that point where we don't have to make choices like that. Um, and I think there's a real good chance we do get there just based on the fact that, you know, this game was developed for two platforms, a last gen platform and a, and a you know, now current gen platform. Mm-hmm. A lot of these games, even if they are, um, you know, next gen exclusive may have even started work two or three years ago. And so like this first wave of games is going to be um, awesome to see some of this new technology, but it, we're not going to see everything, uh, you know, in it's combined most ultimate pushing the horsepower of the systems mode for, for a few years. And so I think we'll get there and I'm, I'm hopeful for that as well. Absolutely. So real quick, before we get into some of our, our dislikes on the game uh, sound and specifically the soundtrack. So um, yeah, I, I already talked about it earlier on how the, the hip hop music um, just like, is is miles and it works really good with this game and and the story and the combat what did you guys think of it yeah i was kind of the same i was a little disappointed i was expecting maybe a little bit more licensed music than what we got um just thought that they might kind of bring in some more um current artists i know there was a few tracks in there and i wasn't familiar or not super into whoever they were. I can't Mm -hmm. even remember who any of the the licensed artists they had were, but um, yeah, I thought what they did with the, with just the, you know, what was kind of cinematic, um, you know, orchestral type music in, in 2018 Spider-Man. I liked that they, you know, kind of remixed all that stuff, put, put beats behind it and and that kind of thing. And uh, felt like it really fit the world and fit miles and kind of everything you've already said, Luke, it just uh, really made it, you know, his own vibe and, and kind of made this, you know, feel like a different game in that sense. And so definitely appreciated there. I was just expecting we might hear a little bit more of, um, you know, even doesn't have to be stuff from today. It could have been, you know, maybe he's a big nineties hip hop fan. You throw a couple of those songs in right. there or something like that. So, um, not a huge deal, but just something that I was kind of expecting that, that didn't deliver. But, uh, other than that, I, I had no issues with the sound. And while we're on sound, I guess I should mention, you know, the, 3D audio is something that PlayStation's been pushing quite a bit with uh, with the PS5, and um, I don't. I'm sure you guys have your own thoughts, and we're able to kind of check that out with headphones as well. But I thought it was pretty well done. Um, I've 
experienced it in some other games that I thought were a little bit more immersive, but um, still really, really dug it and thought it was uh, some cool effects as far as, you know, just being able to hear things above and below and kind of all around you. So, um, yeah, overall, I thought the sound was was uh, pretty well done. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about the 3D audio thing. Um, yeah, because I, I have the uh, 3D Pulse headset, the official Sony uh, headset that came or that is being sold along with the PlayStation 5. And uh, while it sounds really good, I, I didn't feel like I was I was expecting to be wowed by the sound and it didn't really do that. Um, you know, it, again, it, it was good, but it just I was expecting a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just like we were talking about graphics and everything, it's probably something that's going to be improved um, throughout the, the lifespan of the console. So um, definitely keeping an open mind on it. I, I would really like to see, um, you know, some sort of really good, you know, a, a great demonstration within a game that can really show it off. So people understand that or what they're listening for, or what they're hearing. But um, the soundtrack in the game, I actually really liked. There's some some great jams in here. Uh, the licensed music that was in there in, in certain spots, I, I actually uh, enjoyed more than I, I thought I would have. Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. And, uh, you know, just also kind of a statement to the music in the game. Um, me and, and my friend Justin, he also has a PlayStation 5. We were doing the picture-in-picture mode with each other. He was playing Demon Souls. I was playing Spider-Man. And at one point I was just, I, you know, he might've just been doing some menuing or was in sort of a quieter part and I'm just swinging around the city music's playing. And, and he commented, he's like, he's like, that's a, you know, that's, that's a good song or that's good music, like a, a good beat. And I'm like, yeah, like that's, you know, it, there's always, you know, just a really nice beat, you know, in the background uh, that I, I really enjoyed. I liked it. I'm, I'm actually not upset that there wasn't more licensed music. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm kind of happy for it. So while I wasn't streaming the game, I know that would have made things very difficult for people that did want to stream the game, uh, sure. just because of all the DMCA stuff that's been going around. Uh, the more you can limit the uh, probability of of getting DMCA, the better. So uh, I think it's you know for the best that it was just more like um, you know just kind of a you know background sort of soundtrack. Yeah, you bring up a, a great point about the uh, DMC that I never even thought of. But mm-hmm. the I'm I'm kind of with Garrett. I also kind of I, I guess it's just coming off of like into the Spider Verse and that soundtrack being like top notch. Like that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like that was so incredible. And so I think some people had that expectation of like meeting that. And so. I, I, I thought it was all really solid what was there, but maybe maybe a little bit more. And um, yeah, I never even thought about the, the copyright claims and stuff like that. So that's a really good point. Um, if you if games can avoid it, it's good. But, you know, uh, for those people that aren't really streaming, you know, that that's what makes like games like Tony Hawk or whatever is that having those licensed music can really change your experience with a game. And yeah, I I. Uh, I thought it was all all really solid. Um, I just loved right off the bat having downloaded the game onto the PS5 and just uh, on the the PS5 menu system and how the music plays. Um, 
while while you're highlighted the the game icon there and stuff it's just like you know you're in for for some really awesome beats and yeah it it was great so going into dislikes uh, how are we for time okay um so yeah uh i guess let's talk about the things we we didn't like um one of the kind of topics that i think falls under this um, is bugs something that a lot of people have experienced with Miles Morales? I've seen lots of videos uh, on Twitter Some and the internet. Ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, Miles being replaced with a trash can and yep. literally a trash can swinging through the streets of New York, <laughs> it, which is hilarious. How that happened, who knows? Um, but this game i encountered i definitely encountered some of these technical glitches um i actually experienced um like one really can i just interrupt you for a second and say that you are a magnet for (laughs) technical glitches man because i I just think back to our uh uh, star wars jedi fallen order (laughs) i i had zero issues with that game and here you're telling me about like falling through the floor all the time yeah just all the Although I, I shouldn't say I had zero glitches, but like not anywhere as game breaking as what you had in that game. Um, yeah. But yeah, and in this one, it, it, I don't think I really had any glitches. But but yeah, con- continue on. I just wanted to point that yeah. out because I feel like they just follow you around. It, it is like, true. <laughs> I think that some of that had to do with the because I was like I encountered that with the Outer Worlds last year on my launch Xbox One and. <laughs> Holy crap, what a difference when I upgrade to the the one X. <laughs> that was like incredible. Um so Probably you know like switching playing the Switch version almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um and yeah, for, for Fallen Order, I once I upgrade to the pro, it was better. But not not perfect. I did still experience mm-hmm. them. But but you're right. I I think it was probably fifteen minutes into the game. Um PS5 just crashed. <laughs> So literally 15 minutes into playing my PlayStation 5, it crashed. And I was just like, well, this is great. This is, uh, I mean, this is why there's a risk when buying consoles on launch day, right? And I'm like, immediately thinking like, oh crap, please like, don't tell me like I've bricked my console. But the PS5 like booted back up and um, there was some sort of error message on there um that didn't say anything too concerning so it was like restarting and since then i haven't had an issue so that was fine i don't know if that was the console or the game but the game i definitely had some some bugs i had two soft locks where i could not progress anymore because the door i needed to go into where typically it highlights triangle for you to press it to to interact with something and it just i know i had to like interact with that and it just wasn't there um Mm. but because of those fast loading times it was fine i just you know went back to the ps5 main menu and quit the game out and then opened it back up again um so that was fine i only experienced that twice and then i also experienced twice like the game just like completely freezing um music still playing um in the background but it's just the frozen on the the image and I can't access the menu or anything. So same thing had to just go back to the menu, quit the application and then boot it back up. So not that big of an issue, right? I didn't have to like restart my console. Um, 
uninstall it, reinstall it. I didn't have to encounter any of that stuff. But again, it's kind of annoying to, to have to go through that, um, you know, especially like four times through an eight hour experience isn't really stellar, right? Yeah. If it was this big 60 hour RPG game that I was playing, I'm like, I would have forgot about it, right? But because you just have such a small limited time with it, some of these bugs are going to maybe speak out, or at least for me. Um, how about you? I, Adam, I know you might have had some sort of error or glitch. Yeah, it. Uh, I think it really, it, it did crash on me, uh, but I think it was only just the one time. Um, I did have like what you said where you couldn't interact with stuff, but uh, it, for me, I would just kind of, I would, I would leave the general area. Like I would mm. go swing like a block or so away and then come back and it seemed to work after that. So uh, it was very temporary. It wasn't anything where I had to, um, you know, restart the game or restart the console or anything like that. But there was uh, one time where it just, you know, kind of just totally crashed. So mm. that was really all I experienced in terms of bugs. That's good. How about you, Garrett? I definitely didn't turn yeah. into a trash can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I only had one issue, and it was really weird and kind of scared me, but I was probably like three quarters of the way through the game, and I had just started the game back up after, you know, I turned the PlayStation on, hadn't been playing yet, turned the game on, load the save, and it like does a little animation where he kind of like crawls up the wall and onto the perch, and... uh then all of a sudden this message pops up and says the save data was corrupted and has been deleted. And I'm like, that's not, that's not good. Um, so I was like, uh, well, you know, what do I do here? And then all of a sudden restarted the same animation played. I'm back where I was. Everything was fine. Literally nothing happened, but it just threw this weird error message out of nowhere. And it literally fixed itself in two seconds. So that was my only issue. Um, then nothing to speak of as far as like, graphical bugs or getting locked out of buildings or anything like that so um yeah and as far as like other dislikes i mean there's i mean you could be nitpicky but there's really not a whole lot in this game that's like i just it's just a fun game it's not Mm -hmm. something that i expect like the most polished and like you know um engrossing game that's just gonna draw me in forever and ever and it's i don't play it like that either so I really just, I don't have anything that I super dislike about the game. Um, and I would have liked it to be a little bit longer, maybe not like 10 hours longer, but like two, maybe just yeah. allow the story a little bit more time to breathe. Um, other than that though, I really enjoyed most of the side content that they had in there. Um, I think the one thing that I really liked from the first game that was lacking in this was the, the kind of the science puzzles, but that really wouldn't make sense in this game because Miles isn't really a scientist. That's kind of why he has Genki around, his his buddy. He does that kind of stuff for him. So um, maybe they could have done some scenes where you play as him and you uh, do the science puzzle stuff. But, but he, he is a scientist, though, isn't he? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess he is. Yeah. That he won like that science fair. True, true. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't think about that. But still, uh, Honestly, I, I hated those wasn't a, puzzles, so you? I'm like, whatever. See, I think most people hated them, <laughs> and I thought they were fun. I thought they were a nice little break in between, you know, whenever I would get, like, okay, I'm, like, upset. I can't get past this one area. I always get caught by one guy on this stealth mission or whatever. I would go do a few of those and kind of, like, clear mm-hmm. my mind doing those and go back to it and, and be good. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, really 
no like major dislikes where I'm like, this really bugged me. Like there's just mm-hmm. nothing like that for me in this game. Uh, so. Bugged you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't think I really had any major dislikes either. Um, I thought, I thought it was a, a solid game overall. Like every, you know, aspect of the game I thought was good. Um, you know, maybe not always great in, in certain aspects, but like nothing that I was like, okay, I just, I just flat out don't like this. Um, the only thing for me might be, um, and this is just more so for progression and maybe like working towards the platinum is getting all like, uh, getting all those tokens. Like you, you have all these different activities and doing certain, you know, things, specific objectives during those activities gives you tokens, which you need to, you know, unlock suits and mods and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, if you didn't have necessarily have to have every single token uh, to be able to get to everything or to get all the trophies would be kind of nice because it's just, you know, some of that stuff can get a little tedious. And, you know, that's going to be the kind of thing that keeps me from, uh, you know, wanting to go back and, and get the platinum. Yeah, definitely didn't have as much of much fat as the first Spider-Man game did in terms of that kind of stuff, obviously because it's a shorter game. So I felt it was like the perfect amount of like side stuff that honestly should have been in Spider-Man too. Like, um, well, maybe it's hard to say because it, it was a longer game. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I probably won't get the platinum just cause I don't really want to start new game plus and go through all that. Maybe at some point, cause I really, only have some i have some pretty it's not like that difficult of a platinum it's very similar to the first game in that sense but um yeah i i didn't really care for um just i again what i already kind of spoke to the game's story felt a little too safe to me i wanted them to take a little bit more risks um i felt like there was some stuff that just in terms of the story that yes, it was predictable, but even when it was predictable, I felt like they could have, I don't know. They could have done some things a little bit different. It's hard for me to, to say any of this without spoiling what I'm referencing, but yeah, I mean, it's a great game. I don't have a lot to to say bad about it. Um, yeah. I enjoyed every moment of it besides those bugs everything else is just kind of subjective, right? I just didn't necessarily, wasn't hot on certain things here and there, but um, yeah, let's, uh, let's rate this if if we want um, and give it a rating out of 10 because we've done that on our previous review. So I'll start us off. I think I'm, this is just a solid eight out of 10. Um, It's not a 10 out of 10 to me. I felt like it could maybe reach that nine or possible 10 out of 10 if it was a little longer. Um, Again, I'm just repeating myself at this point. Didn't play it as safe. Had some bigger cinematic moments. Um, although I understand why they weren't there. It, you know, it it makes sense for the tone of the game, the the narrative that they were going for. But um, yeah, overall really solid. I could see this easily being on my list of my favorite games this year. Don't think it's going to crack game of the year or anything like that. But it, it is going to be in my top five or definitely top 10 games I've played this year. Um, how about you, Garrett? Yeah, I feel just about the same way you do, but I think I enjoyed it just a little bit more. So I'd probably go with like a probably a solid nine for me. Um, just 
it's hard for me to rate a game where I didn't really dislike anything as mm-hmm. less than uh, as less than an A. So um, that's kind of where I fall with it. I, I think there are things that could have made it better, but I, there's nothing that I thought was bad. So mm-hmm. nine seems about right for me. I think uh, for me, I I'm on the same boat as Luke. I have to give this one an eight. Although I didn't really dislike anything about it, I felt like it was sort of underwhelming in in certain areas. Um, it, it wasn't a game that sort of blew my socks off, right? Like I knew what I was getting into with this game and it, and it basically lived up to, uh, the expectations that I had, but that's about all right. It didn't go above and beyond, Mm -hmm. uh, what I was looking for. I, you know, it was, it was a really good, solid game, but it wasn't amazing. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) We're full of puns this episode. I love it. You know, dad jokes got to bring them to the table. Um, so, so yeah, it, it was, it was a really good game, really solid, but, um, just, you know, it was, it was more Spider-Man, which is good, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, Spider-Man was something that, that really wowed everybody because it was new and it was fresh. And this was just a continuation of a good thing, but right. doesn't have that same, I guess, wow factor that it once had. Now we're just kind of used to it and this is what we expect. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not going to be game of the year, but definitely, uh, wouldn't be surprised if it's in a top 10 list for me. And obviously a stellar launch game, like, oh yeah, compare this to previous launches. I mean, there's no denying PS5 has a great launch lineup with some of the other games there, Demon Souls and whatnot, but yeah, like this is a, a game you wouldn't expect to play on the the first day um so it was it was nice to have such a quality game even even though it had a couple technical hip hiccups you know i feel like we could forgive it more than we would later in the generation so yeah i uh definitely play this game it's it's definitely a must if uh you have Mm -hmm. a playstation 5 um i would honestly wait if you're if you weren't able to get a ps5 yet and you're thinking maybe i'll get it on ps4 if you really want to i guess go for it but Trust me, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing when you you experience those fast loading times and um, have that option of the what kind of graphics mode you want to go for. Like those are great additions to the game that definitely improve the experience. So I would try and hold off for that. Um, and then also the obvious, if you have not played the first Spider Man, play that before you get get to here. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, what a, a great deal of being able to get Spider-Man remastered on PlayStation five. If you got that ultimate edition, um, I haven't, I have it downloaded. Don't know when I'm going to get to it, but, uh, I would like to check it out just to kind of see, uh, it, how it differs from playing it on the PS4. Yeah. Same. And I, I kind of want to echo what you said. Like if you, um, were thinking about getting it on the PS4, but you know, you're going to get a PS five, you know, once they're more readily available, like if you weren't able to get one at launch, I would say, wait, um, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it is, you know, those fidelity or the performance or whatever, like either of those enhancements are, are going to be worth it alone. Um, you know, on the PS five versus playing on the PS four. Uh, and, and again, the story is, you know, it's, it's a good story, but it's not anything that like, you know, even if things get spoiled for you, it's not like yeah. having the last of us spoiled. Like yeah. it's not, mm-hmm. it's not something where it's like, okay, avoid spoilers at all costs. Like, yeah. If something leaks through, it's not going to kill the game for you because it really is more about 
uh, the experience and and just the 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 fun and excitement that comes with Spider-Man. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I w- I would also recommend to wait and play it on the PS5. Mm-hmm. For yep. sure. I'll I'll third that motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that kind of wraps up our review for Miles Morales. So I want to thank everyone for checking out this special review episode of the Games Are Fun podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could retweet or share this episode with someone who you think would enjoy it. We're always welcoming new listeners to the show. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at GamesAreFunPod and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GamesAreFunPodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at GamesAreFunPod and at GamesAreFunMerch, which we're not super active on right now, but maybe in the near future we'll try to step that up. Make sure you join our Discord server. If you're on Discord, you can keep up with what we're doing every single day. I, I prove... I'm pretty sure there's messages dropped off in our our Discord server there every single day. So, you know, we're having conversations daily. Everything from video games, food, fantasy football. Um, Yeah, there's there's lots of people on there to to discuss. If you want to chat with us, we're really active on there. So just go over to invite.gg slash gamesarefun to join. Or you can just check this episode's show description for the link for that. All right, uh, Garrett and Adam, thank you so much for joining me on this review. Where can people find you, Garrett? I'm on Twitter at LP Panther. Great. How about you, Adam? Uh, I'm on uh, Twitch and Twitter at AdamPalooza85. I'm getting really just ever closer to that affiliate status on Twitch. So um, if you could uh, drop by, uh, give a follow, hang out for a bit. Um, I'd really appreciate it. I'm getting so close and I just need a a little bit more help to get there. Yeah. Listen here, people. If by next episode, Adam is an affiliate, I'm coming after (laughs) you all. Okay. He, I guarantee you listening right now, have a Twitch account probably, and you're not following Adam yet. So just go give him that support because getting to affiliate, it sounds like an easy thing, but when you're starting off as a streamer, um, that that is that takes a lot of work. And Adam's been, you know, killing it by keeping a consistent schedule, streaming games. He was streaming Demon Souls earlier, which was a lot of fun to watch. So please, uh, you know, head over to twitch.tv slash AdamPalooza85 and give him that follow. Yeah, those Demon Souls uh, streams are going to be a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> it was really fun if, uh, if, being if able to first, catch that one. Yeah, if the first part of that was any indication... <laughs> It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow me at Luke Allen Arm on Twitter. Uh, give me a follow on twitch.tv slash Luke the Llama. I'm not really streaming right now over there, but I've got that PC set up now. So I, I just got to get my second monitor, get a couple more things to finish up my setup. And phasmophobia. I got to, yeah, get on phasmophobia. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll probably be able to stream before our our live stream, but uh, I'll definitely be streaming um, from starting, you know, at uh, December 12th with our extra life stream there. So yeah, please give me a follow over there and just one more time to, I guess, promote that extra live stream, uh, go over to twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast. That's where we're going to be streaming on December 12th from 9am to 9pm Pacific standard time. It's going to be a lot of fun. So please join in, uh, mark your calendar for December 12th. And one last thing before we go here, we are going to do a PlayStation five review 
episode. That's going to be coming probably sometime in the next week or so. And then we'll probably go back to our regular kind of schedule of just doing some news and discussions. Uh, once we get onto a regular episode, you're going to hear some impressions from Garrett on the Xbox Series X because he was able to secure one of those. So yeah, lots of cool stuff on the horizon. We got Cyberpunk. So make sure you're subscribed to the show following us on those social platforms so you don't miss anything. So, all right, thank you guys so much for listening to this review and we will all talk to you on the next episode.